What's up, bro? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the J4L podcast. My name's Shane Couch, and this is my co-host, Camden Dawson. What's up, guys? And I think we've all asked ourselves the question, how do we truly build our relationship with God? We've, we've, we've formed a relationship with God. We know who he is, but how do we truly pursue it and build our relationship? Yep. So me and Shane have a couple of topics, and uh, they're more habits that you really need to implement in your life. And I can say from my personal experience, you can watch your relationship with God just skyrocket. And so as we get in, I think Shane has a verse, like our main overall verse. Yeah, we like to, to do a little. With. We like to do a little overall verse, and I think today it's going to be Mark ten twenty seven. It says, "Looking at them, Jesus said, with man it is impossible, but not with God, because all things are possible with God.'" Fire. And I think that right there just shows you why you should be in a relationship with God. No, I mean that's really good because. Shane, uh, like when Shane told me this verse, it reminded me of another verse. I can't remember exactly where it is, but somewhere uh, in the Bible, it does mention it says, "Without God, I am nothing." So as we get into the get into our topic tonight, let's just keep an open mind that like you may be thinking you don't need God, you don't need His love, you have it all down here, but there's so much more to life than what this world can offer. And when you put God first, then you're just going to get the greatest fulfillment out of your life. I think we'll start with our, our first topic off there, putting God first. And, yeah. and the, I think everybody, every single person should make it a daily habit to make God the first thing that you do in your day. It should be the first thing you wake up to. Because <clears throat> putting God first just, sets the, just it makes God bless the day. Yeah, um, so like like Shane said, <clears throat> putting God first, there was, I'm pretty sure I've already said it on this podcast, but I'm going to say it again because it's it's really good. When I started putting God first, uh, the first day, something was just different about the day. I was just really happy for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I was happy to go to work and like spend a lot of time there. Like, at one point, I was so happy my boss was like, dude, are you, like, drunk or something? And I was like, no, not not in the slightest. Like, it really does show that when you start your day off with God, He's with you for the rest of the day. It's because God, God goes where He's invited. And when you invite Him to come into your day and be a part of it and guide you, there's, there's nothing that's going to take that away there's nothing that's going to make you feel any worse than when you started that day and god god can give you joy like nobody else can so why not just put him first and as christians like shane said it is i think it's really crucial because if you don't put god first then that leaves opportunity and room for you to put other things first in your life and i think one of the first questions i had whenever i first started following god and his path was how do I how do I pray? How do I put God first? Like how do I do that? I think a lot of people have that question. And I remember it was one of the first services I actually paid attention and listened. It was Pastor uh, Chris at Highlands. He said that it was really called the season was called Pray First. <laughs> and the the five things that he says through this is can you continue to make prayer a priority? Find a dedicated place to pray. Have a plan for prayer. Pray with energy and power. And relate to the persons of prayer 
Uh, continue to make prayer a priority. That's like we said. We should uh, continue to make it a daily thing in the beginning of your day, but also throughout the day. Prayer is not something you do once a day. I believe it should be something you do all the time, like a conversation that you and have, you and God are having. Like you have a softball game or a baseball game, just just talk to him, ask him, give me the power to get through it and play the best of my abilities. Yeah, so like Shane said, how it should be an everyday thing, but not not one time a day thing, but every day at least a couple of times you're connecting with God because like Shane said, when you have a relationship with God, it's kind of like you have a relationship with your girlfriend. Or if you want a girlfriend, I don't know. That ain't my problem. But anyways, it's literally a true relationship. And it's a relationship that is far greater than if you do have a girlfriend, boyfriend, etc. Because think about it. You're not going to wake up and not text that person. You're not going to wake up and not think about them. But what if we took that same energy and put that focus into God. And do you think we could see our lives transform even more than they already have? When we stop putting the worldly, worldly things before God and making Him a priority. I think the second thing is a kind of a trap that you can fall into. I would say it's kind of like a trap because you can just go on Sundays and be the presence of God. But that's not truly a relationship with God. You should want to pursue Him every day, every day of the week. It's not... It's not just a one-time thing, or one-day thing, whatever you want to call it. It's the same concept. Anyways, but at our small group, t- <clears throat> we lead tonight uh, with our buddy Bryson, who is on, on Friday here. nights. Yeah, uh, with our buddy Bryson, who is on here like two episodes ago, an episode ago, something like that. It's been a while, I guess. Not really. Anyways, uh, he, we were listening to um, the song Monday Morning Faith by S-E-U Worship. And basically, the song starts off with, I want to know you more than Sundays. So, let's let's think about that. We need to have a... Mo- the song is called Monday Morning Faith, and you can apply that to your life. Because if you're just knowing God on Sunday, can you really say that you love God, that you love uh, Jesus, and have a... A true relationship with him because if you don't have a true relationship with Jesus then you're going to not prosper in this life so when we look at it like Shane has been talking about for a couple minutes you have to make it a priority not just Sundays not just on Wednesdays or whenever you think it's acceptable for you it has to be a, a priority not when it's convenient for you, but when you're truly serving the one who saved you from your sin, your shame, your guilt, and gave you a new name, and gave you literally everything you own. Because in the Bible, it talks about how nothing we have is ours. It all came from God, and when we all, like, tonight, during our small group, we also kind of had a topic on tithing, and what that is, is... Where you give, say you're making money, you give 10% of that money back to God. And what that looks like is you give that money back to church, which is the body of Christ. Which also, not just the church, but we are too. But when you put God first in your life, you actually see a difference. And like, like we've been hinting on and talking about this whole episode so far... 
it all comes down to what you put first in your life. Because you can, I'm not going to lie, if you aren't reaping the benefits of what God has, if you're not showing the fruits uh, that we all know, and you're not really displaying Jesus in your life, I'm going to question if you're really in connection with God, if you're really who you say or what you say your relationship with God is. Because I think it's very self-evident that you can tell when someone is in a relationship with God, or at least it should be. Because there is no halfway in. There is no halfway, let me dip my toes in the water like on one day, and then let me jump in the pool uh, with God the next. Because that just allows for sin to enter our lives. But when we fully commit, as Shane has been talking about, Shane made a really good point because it it literally all comes down to that, like making God a priority. And when you start making God a priority and you start building your relationship with God, I think another thing that we should start doing is teaching other people and telling other people about God. Because God is not something you, I guess, technically keep to yourself. It should be something that's shared everywhere. It should be shared to the people. Preach, Shane, preach. (laughs) So I think... Like, I tell most people when they ask me about what should I do when I want somebody to know about God, I'm like, just go ask them a question. Go ask them, like, do you read the Bible? Do you know God? Do you know, uh, do you know, do you know of God? Do you know who he was? Do you know who Jesus was? Just ask them a few simple questions so you can get the topic out there. And then maybe invite them to church. Maybe you ask them if they've ever been to church before or where they go to church. Because sometimes just the invite can truly change somebody's life. Because then they'll end up in a place they, they, don't, they don't even know how they got there. But it truly can change their life, and they can they can they can they can begin their relationship with God. Um, there's a verse in John three. It's John three thirty, and the verse is, "He must increase, but I must decrease." So when you're in a true relationship with God, you are not your own anymore. There is no, "Hey, I'm living for myself." There is only, "I'm gonna live for what God says, what God has done for me." And so, how do we do that? We as Christians, we are supposed to strive to be like Jesus. Now, it's kind of, it's really hard because, I mean, we were born into sin because of Adam and Eve and the first sin that entered the world. But that does not mean we can't, basically what that means is we'll never be perfect. But that doesn't mean we can strive, we can't strive to be like Jesus. Because when we are like Jesus, lives can change People can show, you can show people love, you can show people security, you can show people friend, or friendliness, I guess, like not friend, that's not right at all. But, and I think it all goes back down to our hearts. When, I know there are times in my walk with with God, I've looked at other people, and I've just been like, I'm not as bad as they are. I'm not anywhere, like, they just got, like, dumped or something. They just lost their car in a car wreck. I'm not that bad. They got nothing. And then I find myself being convicted by God and the Holy Spirit, like, hey, you're just as bad as they are. Because at the end of the day, everybody's a sinner. And so I think the sooner everybody starts embracing that, 
that we that there is nobody that is better than the other. I don't care if you're LeBron James. I'm the same as LeBron James at heart. Sure, he can dunk and he makes millions of dollars mm-hmm. playing basketball, but at the end of the day, we are the same. We were both born in sin. We were both not following God at one point. We were both living for ourselves. And I think as Christians, we need to start having that approach of, hey, we need to love everybody, not just the people we want to love. You know why? Because God sent his only son, Jesus, to come down with us, and he hung out with sinners. He loved us. He died a sinner's death, so that way we could be in communion with him. We could go to heaven when we die because of the sacrifice Jesus made. So... When we talk about having a relationship with God, like Shane said, it doesn't just become stagnant. It's not something you keep to yourself. You have to spread it. Because why wouldn't you want other people to have the joy you have? Why wouldn't you want other people to have the love you experience? To have all these amazing gifts that God has given you? Why wouldn't you want to share that with people? And I think that's just something I know I can definitely improve upon. Because... Like I said, I have a bad habit of loving who I want. And when I've just been called to love everybody, because ultimately that's what Jesus did. And this might be a little off-topic what we're talking about. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but uh, so if you're wondering, ask yourself the question right now, why should I have a relationship with God? Why should I have a relationship with Jesus? Well, this man, no one's ever done it before in history but him. He lived a perfect life. He did not sin a single time. We were born sinners. This man, Jesus, did not sin a single time, and he went and died on a cross for our sins. This man that's never sinned a single time, he died on the cross for our sins. And if you think yourself, think, think yourself, would you, would you do that? I think most people could not make themselves die on a cross for other people. And I think if you're sitting there asking yourself, why should I truly just jump into this relationship with God and Jesus? Just think about what he's done for you. You can put this scenario in anything. It don't just have to be if you're like a parent and some, or anything like that. But which one of you would send something you loved more than anything to go die for some random person you never met? Like, just let that sit with you for a second. Because I know, I know for a fact, for me, I wouldn't send, like, my brother or anyone I loved to die for like Shane's mom or sister or something like I honestly like I don't think I would have I don't think I could put that on myself to sacrifice someone else and my family for somebody else that you know I'm not as close with but also that's exactly what God did and that's so crazy to think about that even at your worst God loves you. God has a plan. The Bible says he's knocking at the door of your heart, just waiting for you to let him in. And just think about that. The one who created you, the one who made this earth, the one who has given you everything, just wants a relationship with you. And within that, he has given you freedom from all your sins, all your shame, all your regret, all the pain you've suffered. Now, following Jesus and having a real relationship with him, it's not easy. Our world is so corrupt. It's so screwed up. We're we're awful people. Like, 
we really are awful people. You can, I don't have to explain, you can look at the world around you. But why? Like, that's just a question I keep finding myself asking is, why don't we truly commit to God? Because I know for a lot of us, uh, we become lukewarm. We become not on fire for Jesus. Like, we go to church and we go to small group on Fridays and we go to church on Wednesday. Like, you get the point. But at the end of the day, in our roots, when we leave those places, we go back to how we were when we were still living in sin, when we were still living in shame and guilt and regret. We don't change. But when you have a real relationship with Jesus, you don't have to change yourself because when God comes into you, He makes the change for you. You just have to keep that relationship going with Him and the Word of God will come through you and work through you. So guess what? All God asks from you is for you to just give him time give him your everything and guess what god's gonna bless you more god is going to god is going to change your spirit and not only that not only has he saved you from death he rewards you so much more while you're here and that's just crazy to me that like we become so caught up in the motions we become so caught up in yeah, I'm doing okay because I'm at church, but then we don't ever really change. When you give your all to God, you don't have to be the one to change because He literally changes you. And it's just crazy to think about. There's a reason that the worldly things are easy. There's a, there's a reason that they're so easy to fall back on. It's, it's not easy to follow a relationship with God. It's not easy to start it. It's not easy to continue it. It's not easy. But the thing is, when you do eventually get in that relationship with God, you'll always know where you're going when you once you die. You'll be going to heaven. And there may be times you find yourself slipping and falling through your relationship with God, which we talked about last episode for, about temptations. But just when you catch yourself falling and slipping, just turn back to God. Turn back to God. It's, I mean, it's not... It sounds really complicated, and we make it so much complicated, and and that's that's literally the devil in your life, in your mind, telling you like, if say you messed up, like we talked about last last episode, that's the devil in your ear saying, hey, God don't love you anymore. God doesn't care about you. God, you're that well, you're no good anymore. But it's the complete opposite of that. God loves you at your best and God is with you at your worst like talking about that I can't help but think about the parable uh, Jesus talked about in John 8 which is the parable about the adulterous woman yes Shane I just want to uh, before you skipped around the uh, the devil thing I just want to talk about the devil is really good at what he does he's really good at it He's really good at doing stuff that you don't even notice. He will just put little voices in your head. Like, sometimes when I wake up in the morning, because we work work early in the morning, and I do my prayer time, I'm just like, why can't I not just get these little extra 30 minutes to sleep in? Well, that's the devil in your head, trying to get you to not do these things through God. Like, I can, I can catch myself also during worship and stuff, looking around to other people, thinking to myself, well, nobody else has their hands up. Why do I have my hands up? But that's just the devil putting thoughts into your mind. Don't follow him. And follow God. Yeah. 
Before we get into John 8 a little bit, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just talk about a couple points. The way it was broken down to me was, if the devil came to all of us dressed as how we think the devil looks, in a black like suit kind of deal with red horns. He'd be and a, easy to dodge. And a trident, and like he's like all red and mean looking. Everybody would run the other run way. Away, yeah. yeah, everybody would go the opposite way. But no, the devil comes to us as a question. Hey, one more drink won't hurt. Watch that thing one more time. Go, just go to that party one more time. You know, you can get right Sunday. You can get right tomorrow. God's still going to love you after. So just do it one more time. And then that lifestyle, that mentality that you've let into your life, that you've let feed into your psyche, you have... You've just built a life in sin and shame. And then when you do decide, if you do decide you want to get right with God, God can wipe all that from you. But it takes boldness. It takes true faith. I like that word psych. Psych, yeah. That's a good word. You can't throw that out there. But uh, we don't talk about this a lot, but you cannot give your life to God. I mean, that's a a thing, but it's not good. (laughs) Not good. Well, you, no. you want to give your life to God, but you also, I mean, you don't have to because God gives us this choice. Because if God, he can snap his fingers and make everybody love him right away. Yeah, but, that, but that's not true love. Yeah, that's, he, that's good. Forcing Shane. you to love him is not is not true love. Like, Giving you the choice to love him, that's what true love is. Think about it. If I made Shane get down on the ground and start like singing songs to me, Shane would hate me. Like, he really would. Let's just call it what it is. I wouldn't do it. Yes, he would. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, he would. But <laughs> No, he wouldn't. Shane, Shane would just leave. But, like, what's crazy about that is God does the complete opposite. He gives you a choice, like Shane said. He sent his only son knowing that some people may not ever love him. Some people may not ever come back to him. And he still sent his son for you. He still sent Jesus to die for you. And guess what? He loves you through it all. So, as you can tell, I get fired up over this stuff just just because I'm like, why? Why don't we turn back to God? Why? Like, what is the point of living for ourselves knowing that, we, we're just going to lose our souls when we live for ourselves. There's no point in living for ourselves. And Shane just made a very good topic because God gives us the freedom of choice. Because, like Shane said, it's not true love if God snaps his fingers and the whole world just worships him. I think a lot of people's, uh, that's a lot of people's <laughs> argument against God is that, like, why doesn't he just give everybody heaven? Why doesn't he just let everybody go to heaven? You know? But, the choice, that's what makes it true love. Yeah. So, you just hinted on why doesn't he just give everybody heaven. Um, I was talking to... I forgot his name. I'll remember it later, but it won't be on this podcast. I was talking to one of the guys at our church. And, I mean, I think a lot of people that don't truly know God, they just think... Everybody deserves to go to heaven. And at the end of the day, God wants all of us to be with him in heaven. And we should want everybody to be in heaven with us. Because when we, heaven is this beautiful place that you are in eternity with God. You are worshiping the one who saved you from everything. And I think sometimes 
we let pride and self-control get in the way of that. That, hey, there is something far bigger than us. Mm-hmm. There's something more powerful, more better. Well, just better, not more, more better. better. <laughs> yeah, more better. It, either way, you get what I'm saying. But also, then you come across this little topic of, well, if God loves all of us, why does he send us to hell? Mm. And mm. that's not it at all. God doesn't send people to hell. Hell is where we go to pay for our own sins because we didn't want to give our sins and life to Jesus. So think about that. When you when you are are like doing that sin, when you are not following God, having a real relationship with him, you're basically spitting in God's face saying, "Hey, you know everything I've done, I can do it myself." But in reality, you can't do anything without God. And so that was just a little I mean, it was off topic, but it was very good. I'd oh, say I'd say it was powerful. Um so I know we kind of got off topic, which eh, I don't care because it was a good topic. It was a really good topic. (laughs) Anyways, as we get into John eight, it's a parable, which is a story Jesus would tell to help us humans better understand what he was trying to say. Because honestly, we're pretty stupid. Like that, it don't get any simpler than that. Um, But basically, there's this woman, and she's caught in the act of adultery. And Jesus is teaching, and they, the uh, high priest and all, all the higher up people, they bring this woman to Jesus. And basically, they're questioning him. They're just saying, uh, what should we do with her? What should we stone her like Moses said? Because in the Old Testament, uh, the law of Moses like commanded that like a person like that be stoned. So basically they're just trying to trap Jesus in in his words so that way they can persecute him, so they can arrest him. But what's so crazy about this story is how we were just talking about how God loves you at your worst. This woman was brought before a crowd of people, was dead in her shame, sin, shame, everything, you name it. She was she's just like we are. We are no better than this woman. I like this word where he says he or this phrase where he's where the Bible says he stooped down. See, I know for me, if I don't read the Bible slow, I'll miss words like that. But stoop down kinda stuck out to me. So I looked it up and there was commentaries on that word. And so what it was talking about when Jesus stooped down he brought himself to the level of the woman. He brought himself down while the whole crowd was hating her, while everybody was against her, everybody was ready to kill her. Jesus brought himself down. And I think you can look at that too as God sent his only son to be brought down with sinners like us. And so basically, think about that. At your worst... Jesus loved you. Jesus brought himself down. And he continues to do that. Mm. So I I just, it really does like fire me up when we do this podcast just because God is amazing. God is awesome. And it's it comes down to the question, why? Like, because you don't, 
what if I, what if we talked about this for a second? Like, Shane, what if I told you you can live what you want, you can do whatever you want on this earth, anything. Like, someone gives you all the money, all the glory, all the fame, but when you die, you're not going to heaven. Would you still do everything? Would I do it? No. <laughs> that is a no. See, because that, the, oh, my bad, Shane. the life on earth is temporary. I mean, everything here, it's going to go away. It's going to be gone forever. But guess what it says? Eternity with God. So I'd rather live my eternity with God and in heaven than my maybe 75 plus years on earth with whatever I wanted. Shane, I don't think you're living that long, buddy. Because I ain't living that long. So what if I live longer than you, can? Well, then hats off to you. We'll be doing that podcast. (laughs) Till then. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so back to John 8 real quick. There's a whole crowd around this woman ready to kill her, and Jesus brought himself down. What kind of love is that? You've never done wrong, and someone brings you this awful person, and you tell them it's okay. You tell them they're forgiven. You tell them that they are loved. And that woman was able to change and be set free from her sin because... She had a real relationship with God. She changed when the whole crowd was ready to kill her. And think I I like to look at it like this. That whole crowd is the world. The world is your friend when you're doing all the stuff you're not supposed to be. When you're doing all the things God is against. God hates sin. And when you are living in sin and shame, God does not hate you, but he hates your sin. And he wants to give you a better way out of your sin. So think about it like this. You're doing all this stuff for the world. God still loves you through that. So even while you may think... And here's another thing. You can't outrun God. It don't matter how far... how Like, God literally made the world. Don't act like God don't see you. But it's so crazy that the world, the moment you start changing, is going to hate you. The world is not going to like you. When you truly decide, hey, it's time I stop hanging out with those people because they're bringing me down, they're doing stuff I don't want to be doing, and you start living for Jesus, those friends, or they're not even your friends at that point, they're going to hate you. They're not going to like you because you're living differently. But there's so much more to this life that God has to offer. And it just, it really does, like, get something going in me because it's so crazy because I I know the love. God has brought me through so much. And honestly, he's the reason we're doing this podcast. Like, this podcast is not for us. I, I, I could care less what I sound like on this podcast, how cool I sound. I don't even sound cool. I've heard myself talk. Hmm. But, like, it's amazing that when we give everything to God, when we start a true relationship with God, that it doesn't matter what anybody says about us. We are no longer condemned. And I think we're fixing to wrap up this episode. So, Shane? Yeah, that that story is truly a great story. I have a probably a two-page uh, thing written on it in my notebook. So, we kind of got off topic a little bit in this episode, but the main things I, wanna, I, want, y'all to leave, I want y'all to leave with is... How to build our relationship with God. First thing, put God first. Second thing, pray more. Third thing, read your word. And don't just read it. 
understand it, write notes about it. Yeah, I would say I would say meditate on it. Like meditate on it. Yeah, that's good. Like, um, it's not going to be a whole other topic, but just don't try to fly through it and say, "Hey, I read John one through five today." Well, what'd you learn? Uh, don't I don't know. Don't make it a I don't know how to explain it. Don't make it a showing. Don't make it a thing you can. Don't make it a thing you want to boast about. Yeah. Like don't make it a thing you're gonna go back to church and do. I read all of John and Luke. Well, what'd you learn about? And it? Matthew. I read all of it. Okay. Well, Tell me a thing you learned about it. Tell me one verse from it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, don't. That's not what you want to do. Thou shalt not if um something. If. And the fourth thing is serve through God. Spread the word. That's amazing because also I think something we can add to that list is love. Love other people because that's exactly what Jesus did. Because right now, not even just right now, at any point in our life, we do not deserve the love of God and all He has given us. But while we're ending this episode right now, I think our time's almost up. I want to leave y'all with a question. Uh, it's kind of serious, but like, just ask yourself, like, seriously, have a moment of silence. Like, truly sit down and ask yourself, do I have a real relationship with God? Is there something I'm not giving God? Is He truly the Lord of my life? Is He my first priority, as we've talked about in this episode? So as you go home, wherever, drive, it don't matter. Just ask yourself those simple questions. And if you don't, that is... It's okay. You know why? Because God still loves you. And God is still waiting for you to turn back to Him. And He's going to bless you so much more. But I think I think this was a very good topic. Because a lot of people... Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know how to have a true relationship with God at first. But now, I've, I've grown into it. I've let God guide me and he's shown me so much so I think really for a lot of us Shane we gotta start like a lot of people even Christians we gotta start like well I mean I'm not saying Shane don't have a relationship with God I know Shane does Shane's Shane Shane's awesome he Shane loves reading his Bible Shane sends me verses and talks about it like, when we're at work, we have some very good Jesus talks. <laughs> work is the Jesus talks. We break the bunkers at work and talk about Jesus. Yeah, if you don't know what bunkers are, they're... Uh, oh, gosh, don't... They're um, they're the little sand traps on golf courses. But that's... Uh, that's po- how most of our topics come alive yeah. on the podcast. That's how the podcast came alive, to be Actually, honest. Actually, yeah, the it really is. But as we end this episode today, I just truly ask you to ask yourself, hey... Do I really have a true relationship with God? Because when you have a true relationship with God, there's going to be a significant change in your life because people are going to be able to tell. There's You're going to stop doing the things you were doing. And God God's going to see that and God is going to honor you because God, God loves you and then he also wants to bless you. So... As we end right now, I just urge you to just really ask that question. Do you have a relationship with God? Also, I want to add something real quick. So 
serving through God and spreading the word. If you're not much of a people person, don't like to talk to people. I actually got this question at my at the small group at midweek at Highlands. They asked this this guy this kid asked. He was like, so there's this girl and she always sits by herself. But she, but I know if I walk up to her and talk to her that everybody else is gonna like make fun of me because nobody likes this girl, so they're not gonna like me. Uh, well, shoot, that's kind of just like John eight. I mean, Jesus literally. There was a crowd of people around this girl, and Jesus brought himself down to the girl and talked to the girl. And going off of what you said, something I thought of when you said that was. Are you going to let the world uh, cave in on you and ultimately not let you live for God? Are you going to let the world define you and judge you or let God's word and his plan for your life define you? So I think, again, it really does depend on, like, do you have a true relationship with God? Because, like we talked about in this episode, it is not easy living for God because we have so much distractions and just things of this world that inhibit us that kind of well I wouldn't say inhibit inhibit that's, well that's my bad not inhibit but like stray us away like kind of turn our eyes like like hey let's 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 just bring it back to God like really let's just get back to the one who made us because if you go sit with that girl and you show her love and you show her Jesus, you could have changed where that girl is going when she dies. And think about that. You might have changed somebody's eternity that they may they may not have known Jesus. They may have not had a relationship. They may have, they may have not even been to a church. But guess what? You just saved them and showed them what true love looks like. And that is, that's crazy to think about. So as we leave, it's been a real fun podcast. And oh, never mind, Shane has something he wants to say. So the answer I actually gave to him was because he's a younger kid. So I was like, to be honest, I would love for you to go over there and talk to her and be a friend to her. But let's be honest, young kids like that, it's really hard for them to do something like that because you're still wanting all your friends to look at you like who you want, who you want you to be. So I told him just to pray for her. Prayer goes a long way. It works a lot more ways than what you think. And as we end off this episode, I was going to reiterate the question that Camden asked y'all. Are you truly in a relationship with God? Just think about that the rest of the week. And thank y'all for listening.